Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the DCU Soccer Podcast. This is episode two, and I'm back with James from DC United Kingdom. Uh, hello, hello. Yeah, and we wanted to start to today off uh, with some news. The first one about uh, Loudoun United head coach Richie Williams. He has been hired by the New England Revolution with, under Bruce Arena as an assistant coach, and so he will be leaving Loudoun United. And Ryan Martin, previously of the DC United Academy, he will be taking over as the head coach for Loudoun. So yeah, uh, did you see uh, this news and what was your like reaction to it? Yeah, um, I caught it, caught it straight, pretty much straight away. It was um, a bit surprising on the Richie Williams factor, uh, just the fact that he's, it feels like he's only been there for five minutes, but he's gone with Bruce Arena, who is obviously... He's a very great, well, he's a great coach. So he's gone to someone who's going to be really good for him. Uh, so you can't really deny him that much. But it's actually great to see that we're actually sticking Ryan Martin there um, and actually see him, you know, um, it's built from within rather than getting someone external and taking over Loudon. So for me, that's it's it's a win for for us. In fact, um, we, I think we've got some uh, general allocation money from what I've seen on that as well. Yeah, we've got about seventy five k in uh, GAM, uh, which is nice. But yeah, so that was uh, something that was rumored for a while and and finally yeah. was announced today. Yeah, anything else to say about that? Um, what the hell do we do with this GAM? <laughs> I still haven't got around my head around the general allocation money and the targeted allocation money yet. Even though I keep reading about it, and I'm just like, I still don't understand. Yeah, I it's it's also not that much, so like it's probably not gonna make that much of a difference. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice that we got compensated in some way. Yeah. At least I guess. Oh, yeah. But yeah, cool. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, the other announcement that came out today. Uh, the U.S. Open Cup draw came out, and we ha- are going to be playing the Philadelphia Union on June 11th or the 12th, yeah. um, which is kind of what's been happening for a while now. But it also will be played at Audi Field and not the Maryland Soccerplex, which is kind of sad for a lot of us who've been there over the years. But I guess it makes sense now that we have Audi Field to, to use that, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be... It's good for uh, DC just to get that extra um, support in as well, I think, because, well, Maryland's uh, soccer complex isn't exactly the biggest ground in the world, is it? Yeah, it's not that big. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it has it has a lot of like weird stuff. Um, mm. But yeah, I was just going to say, I remember from watching the um, the home away from home games last year, um, this I don't think there's many stands there, is there? From what I could remember, what I can remember anyway. So it's kind of it's kind it's nice that it's gone back to we're going back to Audi Field to play in the Open Cup, and hopefully we'll get a good support and get the team through this next round. Because um, it'd be nice to win some silverware. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm kind of curious, like I don't know who we play in that. It's against the Union, yeah, um, who are playing well, but I'm guessing that they're not probably going to put their their first team out, but um, it is uh, during the international break, I believe. So yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I mean it's been a while since we've really had a good time. So I think if Ben Olsen can put a stronger team out, because it's I think how many it's 
we've got quite a few uh, weeks before the next match, haven't we, after this weekend? So that should be nice just to keep the players fit and uh, and match sharp as well. So I'd, if it was me, I'd like to have the full team out and whoever's on international duty obviously miss out, but um, put a stronger line-up out as out and get back to winning ways, get the confidence flowing again. Yeah, it could be one of the games that we used to even like figure out like what we're even doing. <laughs> but yeah, so that should be exciting. I think I might go to that one. Um, yeah. Because I have I have family in uh, that are union fans and they might come down. So. Oh nice. Uh yeah, sweet, cool. So I think that's all for the news for this week. Yep. Oh. I think we can move on to the, first the New England game. We do went we, up. Do we talk about Flow FC in this game or not? Yeah. So the first thing is uh, <laughs> there was a lot of well a lot yeah a lot of like outcry against Flow <laughs> FC for for like I guess the third or fourth major time leading to DC having to issue an apology, a public apology, along with Flow Sports and I believe the partner, uh, CSP yeah. Mobile or uh, whatever their their deal is. But um, it the problem with the the feed was that it, it kind of just went it went to a big red error screen at like the ninety fourth minute or something like that. And of yeah. course uh, the game was a draw and so luckily nothing happened after those uh, after it it went to red yeah. but it's still a bad thing yeah because I, I was watching the game live and keeping my uh, twitter open whilst obviously sending out the tweets and all i see is just these oh it's happened again and i just see these pictures of these all these red screens in bars and homes and things like that and i was just like oh i'm thousands of miles away and i'm absolutely fine i can still watch the game i felt absolutely horrendous for that um so I kept on tweeting and I was thinking, if we score a goal, that's going to be abs. There's going to be, it's going to be much worse for Flow FC for this. But thankfully, the well, not thankfully, but thankfully there wasn't a goal and uh, you guys didn't actually miss out on much. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't great. Uh, luckily I was at the game, which was nice. There was a lot of uh, supporting oh, yeah, fans you were, there. Right? You, yeah. yeah, it was, uh, it was really fun because like, like, even in the so I went to the NYCFC game versus yeah. DC earlier. There was a decent amount of people there, but it felt like like there was even a little bit more people at this game, which is right. surprising because it's like all, about about like twice as far. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really fun. It's a beautiful stadium, you know. It's it's pretty large. Yeah. But yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the play on the field. We gave up a goal after their goalkeeper was given a red card. Yeah. Um, after he basically, I guess, flew himself into Wayne Rooney. <laughs> what, do you, what did you think about that after you saw that? Was 100% crazy because I had to keep quiet because my wife was asleep upstairs. But um, yeah, I was just, I couldn't believe it. It was just, it was just it was Stonewall red card. And it was, I think he thought he was playing American football, I think. I don't know. It was just that, it was that kind of tackle where you, you just literally just throw yourself at him not even going for the ball. Um, and then the, he has the audacity to have a little argument with the ref about it. That was, that was crazy. I don't know what you thought about it. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of shocking, honestly, especially seeing it live. And I was uh, mm. on that side of the field. Um, so it was yes. like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> I can't even believe that that happened. Um, I mean, but yeah, it was from, an obvious red card. So from the TV feed as well, it looked like Rooney was just completely out of it. I was just like, oh no, this is not what we need right now. We don't need Rooney out for a while. But thankfully, he got up and carried on, didn't he? 
Yeah, he's he's uh, particularly tough. Um, but yeah, he was definitely down for a little bit there. And yeah. I think after the game, he was like, um, you know, felt like being in a car crash, stuff like that. So <laughs> it's not but, a good feeling, that is it? No. So yeah, but we we so we were up a man for the rest of the rest of the game. We conceded a goal. Uh, yep. Which was not great. Uh, <laughs> Did you want to talk was... a little bit through that? Oh, so I, mean, I think I made my uh, feelings a bit clear about a particular player that evening. Um, but yeah, Knaus um, cleared the ball. And I say cleared the ball. He uh, punted it upfield about 10 yards and gave it straight to one of their players who then uh, passed it wide. And I'm trying to remember who the guy who crossed it in was, but ball came in and then Pedroso, who has now um, been at fault for two goals in two games, didn't keep to his man, didn't show any strength, didn't jump, allowed um, Agudelo to get above him and nod it into the back of the net. Hamid couldn't do much about it. I can't fault him for anything on that goal, but yeah, that Canaus and Pedroso there were, for me anyway, two of the players who were at fault for that goal. Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, I felt really bad with the poor marking on, on that on that far post. I mean, mm. yeah, especially with what we're going to talk about later, like, it's 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 kind of it's kind of sad. Like, we, we need we need our left back to 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 do that. And, yeah. and so, yeah, but we, we up to the up to the like the urgency in the game. We play with yeah, a little bit is, more urgency yeah. and urgency and we didn't get a goal in open play, but we ended up getting a penalty in the final minutes of the game. And Wayne Rooney puts it in and yep. we end up with the draw, uh, which is nice, but yeah, <laughs> would have been really nice to score against a pretty bad team. Yeah. Uh, with a man down. It, like, yeah. And how bad their defense has been all season. But saying that, um, when I was actually watching the game, the commentators are saying, and since the, they've had their caretaker coach, I think they've only conceded once in the three games. So their defense, which I hadn't noticed, had completely turned around. And you could, there was moments where I felt throughout the game that they were a little bit sloppy at the back, and you could see that from because obviously their way the amount of goals they've conceded. But they were well drilled. I thought they worked incredibly hard, New England, and I, I can't argue with them for feeling like they should have had all three points in that game. It's we should have realistically we should have lost that game. I don't think we deserve to get a point out of it, but you know we'll take it. Yeah, I agree. I think it's. It's kind of concerning that we weren't able. I mean, we were a man up and stuff, and like, yeah, they're doing better defensively, but still, I mean, with some of the chances, we've got to be able to find that final pass and and really finish these chances off. Um, yeah. Because there were a lot of the a lot of the times we would get down there and even into the box and just couldn't make that last connection. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of concerning. Um, I did. But yeah. I did think um, Titi Rodriguez had a good game though. He was he was a star man from our side and he made the a good couple of runs, fashioned himself a chance out of nothing. It just unfortunately just couldn't go in the back of the net for him that uh, that evening. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he was also the man of the match. Yeah, I think um, he was actually. Yeah. But yeah, so I actually so yeah I mentioned I went um, up to this game. I yeah. I stayed. There's like so like this whole stadium is for the football team, the Patriots, for the most part. And so there's actually like a it's called like Patriot Place. There's like a nice little like 
I would call like a mini, like an, it feels like an outlet mall, like a little, a bunch of shops, some, some yeah. bars, I guess some kind of club type places that <laughs> I didn't go in. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was, it was actually kind of cool. Like my, my hotel room was like right, uh, right by the, the stadium. So I could see it out my window and stuff. Yeah. It looked like um, you were right by the ground. So it was, what was, how much of a walk was like a five minute walk or something like that? Yeah, it was like, yeah, about five minutes to the entrance. Yeah, so it wasn't bad at all. No. But what was really interesting is after the game, we, you know, we, we left, um, whatever, me and my girlfriend. I was with my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And, uh, we, you know, we went back to the hotel. Like, hopefully the hotel bar is open. And, yeah, they're like, oh, it's last call, but whatever. So we had a drink there. Yep. Then I headed over to, like, so there's, there's basically, like, two ho- main hotels there as far as I can tell. Um, okay. And so, like, I go into the other one. And yep. we're getting drinks, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're open for another hour, whatever. And I'm just talking to my girlfriend, you know, talking about, like, the game, whatever. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, I get this feeling. I'm like, I wonder if the players might be staying here. <laughs> and, like, I was thinking that. And, and then my girlfriend mentioned something. Like, she's like, yeah, like, um, yeah, I wonder if the players are staying here. And then I literally looked to, like, over her shoulder. Yeah. And Wayne Rooney is standing there. Uh, no. Or, like, sitting I'm not kidding. Uh, literally in in the chair two like one away and like he's what? talking to like his advisor or something about some something serious. So like I didn't bother him. So I was just like I was super shocked. It was crazy. Um, that's awesome. And then so that happened and then so I'm like whatever like that's crazy. Like I'm texting my dad, you know all that stuff. And <laughs> so like not even a minute later, uh, someone comes up to the side of me. Yeah. And uh, you know orders uh, like I don't know like tequila or something i look up and it's it's bruce arena <laughs> like <laughs> oh my god this is crazy what? i know and then and then i look back and then i see uh ben olsen ben olsen and like the rest of the coaching staff and then eventually like a lot of the players came into the bar to like oh, watch wow. i guess there was a basketball game on so i didn't bother anyone i bothered ben olsen for uh like a minute for a picture but i didn't bother anyone else oh but you need you need to share that picture i think uh we'll see i might yeah. <laughs> uh there's actually it's it's really funny because like i had i've met ben olsen before when i was like when i was a kid and so like yeah. i was like oh like do you remember me like as a joke but yeah i just couldn't even believe that i was like within a foot of wayne rooney and and bruce arena at the same time wow that yeah. that is absolutely awesome that yeah i know it's like i think the bruce arena puts like the, the like that's that's really crazy and so yeah, so then I left, <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, mate, I would have, I, I don't know what I would have done, to be honest. I think I just, I probably would have been just jaw dropped and I'd be like, ooh, it's, yeah, I'd probably be like, I wouldn't want to bother them because, you know, they, it's after the game and whatnot, but oh my God, that's just crazy. Yeah, and the other thing is like, if if it was just, you know, Rooney alone, like I would have probably been like, oh, like real quick picture or whatever. Um, mm. But he was obviously talking like a, he was having a, a like seemed very serious conversation. Yeah. And I guess it's a friend or like an advisor or something. And so I was like, OK, I definitely don't want to mess with him right now um, <laughs> in a bar, oh. especially. So I'm like, all right. Uh, yeah. And he's when he's originally from Liverpool as well. It, if he's had a drink, he might get a bit larry. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I was just like, oh, this is so cool. And yeah. So that's my that's my fun story. Um, that I'll probably never forget. No, I, I'd imagine you wouldn't. That was absolutely awesome. Yeah, so cool. Do we want to talk about the fire game that happened last night? Uh, 
well, well, last night for you, this morning for me. Yeah. I guess um, so. <laughs> uh, that was. I was talking to my wife about it earlier on, uh, just before we uh, kicked the podcast off. Um, she was just like, "Didn't you want to scream or anything?" And I was just like, "Oh, I was just. It was a roller coaster of emotions last night. Uh, this morning, it was just the the disappointment and going two 0 down in in the inside fifteen minutes." Then you had the uh, Segura getting the goal back, and then the VAR, and then leading three two, and then the injury time equaliser. It was just I was all over the place. Um, but I think we need to uh, break it down and go through goal by goal, really, don't we? Yeah, I think so. Especially since there were six go- six yeah. goals, so it's plenty of them. Uh, which yeah, for, so... the, for the neutral, it was a great game. Yeah, definitely. Definitely an MLS game. But yeah, so we can start from the beginning. Um, yeah. CJ Sapong uh, got a cross in and I think from a set piece and headed yeah, it, it in. Was, yeah. Pretty much went right by Canals and Wayne Rooney, uh, who were mar- marking him and yeah. pretty much got it right into the back of the net. It was uh, a, a well drilled free kick, that one. Um, yeah. I'm not sure we could have really done much more about that. It was just a lovely cross in. And yeah, it was just a lovely glance and header, really. Yeah, uh, fair play to Chicago on that one, I think. Yeah, I would have liked to see better marking on that, but mm. you know, it happens. Um, yeah. Then I guess a couple of minutes later, uh, they yep. get a deflect deflection goal, which was uh, upsetting, and yeah. obviously ticked Bill Hamid off. But yep. um, at that point, it was barely even like you know. You know, barely into the game, and yeah. we were down 2-0, and I was kind of like, oh, no, here yeah, we go. I mean, I mean, the good thing was, it was the fact that it was early on in the game, so we had plenty of time to turn it around. Um, it's kind of good to get the bad stuff out of the way, out of the traps, get it all done and dusted, and actually, you know what, let's kick on and let's actually get something out of this, which is what we kind of did, wasn't it? Um, we kind of, we had a little bit of a, slow spell uh, for what about another 15 20 minutes and then it got to the, about i think it was the 35th 40th minute and then we seemed to really start kicking into the game i think yeah we started like uh, again with a similar urgency that i talked about earlier in the in the revolution game i think we started yeah. you know pressing the right way kind of looking like we're not just tired and don't want to be there kind of yeah. stuff but yeah so yeah we scored um, a nice goal was ulysses segura yeah, and just kind of, kind of gave us new hope right at the end of the half, and, and yeah. it was really nice. Yeah, it was a good, it was a really nicely taken goal. Showed great composure to hit it first time and actually just slot it nicely into the bottom left hand corner. Yeah, and he he had actually missed uh, like a almost open netter in the beginning, yeah. a couple minutes, and so we're all like, oh my gosh, no! And then he he ends up doing that. Uh, which was nice because I was I was kind of thinking you know you always want to go in trying to score right before the half. Um, yeah. And so we did that, and then right in the beginning um, of extra time, we had a goal that was called back um, by TT Rodriguez. Yeah. He put the goal uh, ball in the back of the net, but it was overturned because it did hit his hand. Yeah. Which was upsetting, but I do think it was kind of like okay, but we're doing well here. Like we're getting chances. We're right in the goal. Like yeah. we can pull this out. It, 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 I think it gave the players a lot of hope to go in the second half. What'd you think? Yeah. I mean, totally. I mean, it was, um, 
when the actual um, play happened, it was you didn't see the handball at all. I mean, I just saw it and I was just just literally just cheering. Well, again, cheering silently, but you know, I was absolutely loving it. And then the ref called it back, and you look at the replays. It was it was a handball. We got an advantage out of it. Right decision at the end of the day. Um, and after that, and when we got to half time, and it was two one, and I, again, I think I put out a tweet about it, just saying, look, we can do this. We've actually had the ball in the net twice. Why can't we do it another two times in the second half? And, well, we did. We actually got another two goals in the second half. So I think it was a, it would must have been a really good t- uh, team talk by Ben um, to actually keep the players actually motivated um, through halftime because when you're on that kind of spell and you get a break like halftime, you, if it was me, I wouldn't want halftime to happen. I would want to keep going and going and going and actually get right back into the game. But, you know, fair play to Ben for keeping the team going. And we kicked off in the second half in a little bit of a similar fashion to the way we ended the first, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You could definitely tell that for the most part in the second half, we were playing with a similar urgency. And we ended up getting the tie with another Ulysses Segura goal. So he got a brace for the game. Yeah. Um, assisted by Leo Hara, which was it was a great ball. Um, oh, I was, was going to really say, nice. we, need, we need to talk about that assist because that was just beautiful. That was just the way he managed just to curl it down the line and actually get it to curl back in to, for Segura just to, again, hit it in, into the bottom left-hand corner. I think we've got to praise uh, Leo Hara for that. Yeah, for sure. He's been doing exceptionally well this year, especially when he does push up and becomes part of the attack. I think he's been a, a real a real addition to the team. Yeah. He has some defensive liabilities sometimes, but definitely mm-hmm. these kind of plays and like yeah, he's had a couple other assists and like stealing the ball in the midfield, stuff like that. He's he's been very, very good. Yeah. And this is a great example of that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then then we got the third goal, um, which uh, from if from the podcast that I recorded uh, before the game, I was um, slating the uh, player who scored it, um, and I'm glad to have been proved wrong. It was a lovely little header from uh, Lucho Acosta, the smallest player on the pitch. Again. Yeah, that was that was great. I mean, the last time he did that though, um, you remember what what happened last time uh, when he uh, managed to uh, score a header for the third goal? Yeah, we won that game. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, it's we, a shame we didn't do that one again. No. Yeah, that was great. It was great to see him get uh, involved. I don't think he necessarily had that great of a game um, mm. again. Yeah. Uh, kind of like a lot of times, you know, just walking around or like not like giving up the ball, stuff like that. But he did get a goal, and I think that's going to be a big thing for him, you know, yeah. getting back on the uh, on the score sheet. Yeah, I mean, from watching it um, on, uh, through my TV, it looked a lot of times because Acosta did have a, a few good runs in the game, but he just looked like he was just trying too hard to trying to take that extra touch just to make sure. Um, he he does look like he's lacking a heck of a lot of confidence at the moment. Yeah, his body language is pretty poor, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's good to see him him get that. I I would have hoped that that would have been the winner. I think that would have been a much bigger deal. Um, yeah. But we ended up giving giving the 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 tie goal away. Um, yeah. To kind of an odd play, I thought. Uh, basically, like it was kind of like a chip slash cross kind of thing into the box, yeah. in between our players, and 
basically behind where our line should have been. Uh, yep. But Jalen Robinson was keeping the the fire player on side, and yep. he basically just headed it right over Bill Hamid's arms, glancing kind of thing, and we ended yep. up tying the game. Yeah, it was absolutely brutal. Um, you you could tell. Uh, from my end, anyway, you could tell everyone was really deflated, especially in the crowd. It was just a bit of a sucker punch um, to have that happen to us. Yeah, you know, it, it, it was. It was, was not... the crowd a bit flat? In the, I can imagine it would just be, you just think, oh no, again. Yeah, it would have been really nice to get those three points. We've we've not been getting enough points, and and that was one that we really could have shown that we deserved to be in first place and yeah. and beaten another decent to good to great possibly um eastern division team so yeah yeah but somehow we're still top yeah i don't know <laughs> it's kind of how, how is this happening how are we still top of the eastern conference we haven't i think we haven't won in the last three games yet we're still we're still top no one's won that's that's wow. what it is <laughs> everyone's yeah. losing and so yeah. uh we've, we've kind of barely hung on to it by the lack of performances from our whole conference yeah but yeah for the other players on on the on the field, I thought Kanaus didn't necessarily play that well this game. I think he's yeah. been struggling a, a lot this year. I think he started out really well, but he's kind of been struggling, giving up a lot of balls in the midfield, and and that's has, yeah. that's been a way that teams have have counterattacked us and and put goals in the back of the net. I'm thinking specifically the LAFC game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and well, I think play place don't remind us on that one. Well, right. But even the game, like after that, and so like yeah. I don't know, I'm I'm kind of getting worried about Kanaus in there, because he he did a couple of those things uh, today and like missing passes and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. Did anyone stand out um, either in a positive or a negative way uh, from your perspective? Well, I think we've we've got to um, pick out one particular player, um, Chris Adoy Achem, uh, for making his first MLS start since coming back from. Uh, uh, his uh, cancer battle um, that was absolutely he played incredibly well I thought I uh, looked solid yeah. in defense um, making some absolute uh, goal saving tackles I want to say and yeah I, it was he was really good at left back um, I was surprised he actually played there I, I've never seen him play at left back but he's he looked apart and I think it, going forward I think we just need to carry on using him instead of Pedrosa yeah, he did exceptionally well. I mean, he's also very fast and very good going forward, I thought. Yeah. And so that was nice. I, I'm i kind of thinking that Pedrosa will start in the next game, but yeah, we can talk about that in a little bit. Who yeah. else in this game? I think, yeah, I mean, TT did well, I think, again, almost getting yeah. that goal, but also just, like, he's always hustling. He's always, like, his switch is always set to on, it, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah, he's uh, he kept popping up all over the pitch. He didn't really just stick to one particular place. He was he was being random, and that's always a tricky thing for defenders. So he was very good. I'm just trying to think who else who had a uh, decent game. Oh, obviously Segura had a good game in the end. Um, and obviously he missed that open uh, open goal. But apart from that, he didn't really do that much wrong. Yeah, I thought Segura was a was a good. I mean, I I think we all predicted that he would be starting there yeah um yeah and so yeah i think he 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 performed well and i think we also have to remember that when we went to i think houston that he was a part of the the goal there he he assisted wayne rooney 
Yeah, and did, so yeah. I mean, I think he's he's doing pretty well. It's it's kind of hard to say like why shouldn't he be starting there? Like he's been proving that he he's been doing a decent job. I mean, he has some yeah. some issues like he's not he's definitely not the same player as Ariola. He's able to get around people, but not to the, the same extent maybe. Yeah, he's, um, he doesn't have the pace. Let's put it that way. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Yeah. And so, but I mean, when you start looking at it, maybe not starting over Ariola, but like. Having him on the field has been doing really well for us. So, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I think he actually might even be able to do a decent job up front. You know, because he's kind of a decent finisher. You don't always need the, uh, a lot of pace to play up front. Uh, he's got a good a good amount of strength, so he can hold the ball up. I think that might actually be for me. I'd, I'd potentially look at um, using him as a uh, striker. Yeah, that's something that I think. Olsen had him doing like some in preseason and maybe once or once like during the season for a little bit. But yeah, that's something that he I think he used to play that position mm. maybe. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's no Wayne Rooney, obviously. But well, yeah, no. I think um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really say. I, I think he does play better when he's in that like central defensive midfield role. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. He's, he's kind of a, de- a decent all round player. Yeah he's, like, traits. yeah, he's like above average, but not great at pretty much yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And he's also, the other thing is, like, I think one of the cool things is that he doesn't cost DC United that much money either. But he's also, but he's someone that we can, he's a pretty much number one, like number two on the depth chart for a couple of positions. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, cool. Uh, anything else about that fire game? Um, I, Well, I think we've covered everything, I think. Um, we've. Obviously covered uh, Canals. Uh, I think uh, Rooney could have done a little bit better in that game as well. Um, he had a couple of good spells, but he, whether it's just down to him or whether it's the fact that he's just not getting the the feed to him, um, I think he needs to g up the plays a little bit more. I think I think he could be a bit more of an influence in his captaincy role. I'm trying to think what else we had in that game. Yeah, I think we've covered pretty much pretty much everything. Should we move on? Yeah, I think so. We are going to be facing the San Jose uh, Earthquakes uh, yep. this Saturday, coming to Audi Field. And yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting matchup. I would have thought that this is going to be a little bit more difficult than the fire. But yeah, what do you think about uh, this upcoming match? Well, I had us down to beat the fire and then I had us down to uh, tie against the Earthquakes and... After the midweek performance and results, I'm a little bit worried about this weekend's game. Uh, you've got the all-time leading goal scorer of the MLS, uh, Wondolowski, uh, playing, and he's on absolute fire at the moment. So we're going to have our work cut out this weekend, I think. Yeah, he's uh, he's playing very well. He's got, what, like six goals in the last week, <laughs> almost? Ooh. Yeah. And I think so you I could think, say that about any time in the season for him right now. Six goals in the last week. Yeah, that's about right for him. Yeah. He uh I think I think one of the things that has caused this is like he was going for the record for the longest time. I mean, I yeah. remember last season and all this and he finally broke it and he doesn't have to have that stress anymore. And I think he's just, yeah. just like trying to he's playing more open, more probably stress free, not really thinking about it as much. So yeah, yeah, that kind of could be dangerous for us, especially considering we just gave up three goals at home. It's, yeah, it's going to be a tricky one. I um, I I can probably see us changing our formation though for this weekend. 
because you've got Pines who's pretty much ready to come back now. So I wonder whether we'll uh, go, re, uh, revert to the uh, 3-4-3 formation. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I thought about that a little bit too. Like, yeah, if Pines is ready, which it seems like, I mean, he's definitely been training. I don't know if he, I think he's game fit. I don't know. Yeah. They, I did see like some pictures of him doing sprints before the yeah. game and stuff like that. So, I mean, that would be cool. I think maybe catching San Jose off guard, not being able to prepare for our current formation or our current set of personnel. Yeah. And then I think having Donovan Pines back there, I mean, it was working amazingly. Uh, so yeah. I would love to get him back, especially in that formation where like we have those three really tall guys. It pretty much forces like we I think we talked about this before, like it pretty yeah. much forces teams to go direct and actually have to work through the middle, um, which we can just clog up with Moreno and, and Canals. Uh, and so, yeah, I think it would be really cool to see that. Yeah, I think I think a three four three um, will work wonders because Wondolowski, he's not. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he doesn't come across as the um, the biggest of uh, strikers. He's not a huge one. He's not really one to be in the air. So if we can just man mark him out of the game, I think we'll be doing really well. And having three at the back, I think we'll we'll achieve that. What we need to do. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's, he's a, a lot of the goals that he scored recently have kind of been like, no one's marking him, um, yeah. which is shocking, I think. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think we definitely need to make sure that we're on top of that, uh, but not also let that open up space for other players or other exactly, um, situations. Yeah. And I think the three at the back was working really well. We were getting used to it. So yeah. I think if we if Olsen feels like he's confident and I think it'd be a, a good move to try, I think we need to try some different stuff now that we we're not we're not the team we were ending last year on, and so yeah. I think yeah. So if we go in the back three, who do we have as the wingbacks? Do you think? Um, I would. I'd probably have. It's a tricky one. It'll either be Pedroso or I mean, I would love to see Ajoya Chem uh, starting again because as as we just said, he's got um he's got plenty of pace, so he can. Run up and down that wing very well on the left hand side. It's a trick because you're going to have to sacrifice a midfielder. I feel um, I'd have Hara on the right hand side, and then then you've got the choice of a few central midfielders really. And on current form, I'd drop a Costa. That would be okay. my big call in this lineup. I'd be dropping a Costa. I'd have Ariola coming back playing behind Rooney alongside um, Rodriguez, and yeah, we'd have Moreno and Canales in the centre. Yeah, that doesn't sound crazy to me. I mean, I think it's it's a big gamble to to do that. I think we all know Acosta's kind of an emotional guy. Like having yeah. him drop could either you know destroy him, especially because yeah. teams are scouting him. But I mean, if he's not performing, you know, you have to take that balance and figure out, you know what's best for the team and and stuff like that yeah it's interesting what would, what would you do then i i hmm. <laughs> i'll put I you on probably, the spot there haven't i i probably this probably put areola on that left wing back even though okay. that hasn't necessarily been the best for our offense but then keep yeah. costa up there that's probably what i would end up doing if we stayed in the three back yeah but if i mean if we stay in the four two three one then yeah we just go back to, I guess, probably that default uh, formation that we've been using. 
yeah. uh, with Areola in and everything. It would be a shame to see Seguru be dropped, though. <laughs> yeah, on his current form, he's doing really yeah. well. Yeah. I mean, you could also make an argument. Uh, I mean, I don't know, because Segura's also played in that wingback role. So you yeah. could have Segura in the wingback role and drop yeah. Acosta or Areola. And, and and yeah, you could do that. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily do that, but... Um, it's it's a good headache to have this. Yeah, for sure. Because if if we're struggling to think of who we would who we would put in the lineup, think about how Ben Olsen's going to be feeling this weekend and choosing who who he would put in the lineup. So, do you, do you think he goes for a back three versus the the uh, back four with the four two three one? The fact that we've had this will be the third game in the week. I and he usually has changed the formation when we've had that. Uh, that amount of games in this short space of time. So, would you would you would formation change? Let's put it that way. Whether that means he does it or not, he's a, he's a stickler for tradition, though, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, likes to do what he feels the most comfortable with. Or yeah, yeah. I feel like he will do the four two three one, but I would love to see him change it up to a three four three. Yeah, I think he'll go. I think. I think Olsen will go 4-2-3-1 with Pedroso in the back. That's what I'm expecting, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Whether but, we agree on, it, agree on it or not, that's a completely different matter. But yeah, it'll be nice to have Ariola back. Yeah. I think he goes to the national team camp, I think, the day after that or something like that. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it'll be nice to have him back. That really is a missing, is a missing spark in our offense right now. And yeah. I think... We could have done a little bit better, especially at the rev the revolution, if we had had him in there. Yeah, yeah, totally agree, totally agree with that. But yeah, so how do you think uh, we're gonna do in this in this game? What do you think the score is gonna be? My head says I'm expecting a defeat, which is not great. Um, but my heart says I I think I would love to see us get a point. I think, especially with the fact that you got Wondolowski up there. Yeah, it's I. I don't see us winning this game, and that hurts me to say that. I just genuinely think we won't win this game. We haven't been, I know, granted we just scored three goals, but I don't see us getting multiple goals this weekend. And oh, I hate saying that. I don't want to say that. What about yourself? What do you think will happen this weekend? Yeah, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna draw two two. I think yeah. I can see Wando coming out and and giving it to us uh, since yeah. that's been the form he ha- has had. Yeah. Um, and I've been worried about you know like we just talked about our defense. Yeah. But I mean I think if we play with the same urgency that we play when we go down, yeah. as we've seen in the last two games, we can score goals. We need yeah. to come out and play with that urgency immediately. Like I think Ben Olsen even says this like. We need to always be playing with this desire to win, desire to compete and score and stuff like that. And you can see when it changes and yeah. like oh, visibly yeah. on the players. And like if they come out with even like half of that urgency, like things would be so different. Yeah. And when you saw it at the start of the season as well, um, we were playing with that urgency and that desire to win. When you looked at the games against like Atlanta, where we beat the reigning champions and we we made it look incredibly easy. And then the game against RSL where we scored five and where's that gone? Well, it's, it's crazy to think that we've completely done a switch around and we no longer 
consistently consistently play the high press or anything like that. So if Ben Olsen can manage that, then I, I agree we can get a positive result this weekend. We just need to make sure we do it for the full 90 minutes. I agree. Um, so, yeah, anything else about this San Jose game? Break Wondolowski, set legs. Oh, jeez, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, no, just make sure he gets, like, the flu or something just for our game. I don't care about the rest of the matches, just for us. Just maybe, let maybe him have the flu. He'll just miss his flight, so he, he's not in oh, harm. Yeah. He's yeah, not that, in harm, he'll just miss his flight, and, and yeah. it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, that, just just anything just for him not to play, I think, will will be nice. Yeah, that's what I'm really looking at this week, the, the Wando mania, I guess. But cool. So, yeah, I think unless you have anything else, I think that'll wrap us up for this week. Um, yeah, pretty much. But I just want to say thank you for having me on again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and thank you. Thank everyone for listening. Uh, have a great week.